0: Ultimate Escape is a family friendly ministry that addresses sexuality. Some episodes may contain sensitive terms and subject matter, especially for younger children. Hello and welcome to the Ultimate Escape Podcast. I'm David Chenault. You know, in a world of confusion and misinformation, Ultimate Escape is devoted to bringing about God's truth. Truth about sexuality, truth about relationships, truth that brings freedom. Normally, we talk about some, uh, well, some pretty sensitive subjects. But today, well, today a little bit different. We're going to step back from the heavy topics and talk about something that has been an integral part of Ultimate Escape, really right from the very start. We're going to talk about man's best friend and Steve Holiday and his wife Holly's relationship with a couple of dogs that have made a difference. Not only in their ministry, but to folks around the world. Well, hello to you, Steve Holiday, in the studio with us today. Hi there. You guys do events around the world, mm-hmm. and um, and you do all kinds of interactive things and and um, ways to get the audience engaged. Mm-hmm. And one of those ways we're going to talk about today on the podcast involves non-human means. <laughs> because you guys have a couple of partners we do uh, um that uh don't stand on two feet correct <laughs> you guys use Rottweilers we do how did you what, what's your history with with these lovable animals when our kids were young we had the
1: good dog carl book um you know if, if you're familiar with the book it's a children's book no words just mm-hmm. pictures and the basic storyline is you know dog babysits child for the day mm-hmm. and the dog carl was a rottweiler and I, I always admired that dog and thought one of these days i'd love to have a dog like that well christmas of 2003 mm-hmm. holly surprised me with a rottweiler mm-hmm. um, now if she were here to tell the story she would say i jumped the gun a little bit and i got a little excited and decided i was going to go get a rottweiler when she had already made plans to get me one for christmas oh so we were living <laughs> in north carolina at the time and she had found a breeder in charlotte and so I, I went down and literally I picked out uh, mm-hmm. the, the dog and brought it back. And it was supposed to be my Christmas present, but our son, Michael, who at the time was 10 or 11, uh, he was wanting a dog also. So it kind of became my dog and Michael's dog. Okay. So, one, you know, the benefit of it being his dog, too, is he got to help pick out the name. Right. Uh, I wanted to name the dog after Candy Bar. Michael wanted to name the dog after a Bible character. He said he wanted to call the dog Ruth because he really liked her character in the Bible. Right. And I was perplexed. I thought, well, number one, I didn't know Michael really knew all that much about Ruth and sure didn't think it was like his favorite Bible story. (laughs) Michael liked the cool factor a lot. So something that would have been kind of masculine and and fun would have been more of his. So anyway, I was curious where that came from. I didn't ask. Yeah. Um, I wanted to name the dog after Candy Bar. And so it was a natural fit. Uh, Hey, there we go. Ruth, Baby Ruth. Right. There's a candy bar. And so we named the dog Baby Ruth. Right. Right. Well, a few weeks after we sent the paperwork in to AKC uh, to register the dog's name, he said, Dad, I was wrong. It wasn't Ruth. It was that woman who let the spies down over the wall in Jericho. I wanted to name the dog after her. I said, Rahab? He said, yeah. I thought, well, it's too late now, buddy. The paperwork's already been sent in. We can't change the name. And I right. thought, whew, I'm so glad we weren't having to name our dog Rahab. Can you imagine running through the streets at night with your lost dog? You're yelling, Rahab! Rahab. <laughs>
0: Yeah, there's not any good names and yeah. good candy bars with Ray Exactly. Happening. Yeah, that's not the... so.
1: So, Baby Ruth was our our puppy.
0: Now, this is 2003. This was 03. <clears throat> okay, so not to get uh, you know too deep here, but uh, if you know the story, if you know your story, uh, your recovery story began around 2002. Mm-hmm. So, this is kind of early in that stage of hey starting to live life again yeah. In a healthy yeah. side of the world
1: and got this new puppy that i absolutely love and i worked every day with this dog on yeah. you know commands and obedience and she's a natural retriever so the mm-hmm. first time i threw a ball she just ran and grabbed it brought it right back to me wow never even had to teach her how to do that so i'm loving this dog and you know about a year a year later, here we are living in, for, well, uh, Portsmouth, Virginia, mm-hmm. because uh, we had decided to start Ultimate Escape, and so I went to Regent University for graduate school. Right. So here we've got this one-year-old Rottweiler uh, living in Portsmouth, and not a very good area of town. Um, matter of fact, there was a murder right down the street from our oh, house no. just you know, a few months after we moved in, so... Oh, no. I'm thankful that we've got this Rottweiler right there kind of as both a family pet and a guard dog. Same Sure, type. sure. One of my favorite stories about Baby Ruth, and I'm kind of giving some background before we get to how are we using Rottweilers with Ultimate Escape, right, one of my right. favorite baby Ruth stories. We had a carload of teenage boys that pulled up in our front yard one evening and hopped out with their skateboards in hand. Obviously they were gonna go skateboarding down the street and just parked in our front yard. And I thought, How rude. I don't care for that. So I put baby Ruth on a leash at Holly's um, encouragement, (laughs) and I walked out the front door, and when baby Ruth walked out on that front porch and saw those guys, a whole other dog appeared. Really? And I mean, saliva was flying, she's (laughs) snarling, she's barking, she's lunging. I got both hands on the leash trying to hold this dog back, and it's all I can do to hold her back. Those guys turned around and looked at baby Ruth on the porch, and literally they jumped in the car. And peeled out, I mean, dirt is flying from their tires in their front yard. And one of the guys was a little bit slow, and he didn't quite make it in the car. Oh, no. So they are peeling out, and he's mm. running behind them, yelling at him to hold on, you know, wait up for him. I'm just petting baby with, good girl, good girl, good girl. <laughs> so, uh, you know, great guard dog there. Several years after that, um, I'd gotten a, an invitation to speak at Lipscomb University in Nashville mm. for their summer program called Impact. Mm. Uh, and they wanted me to do a, a class on you are special to God and I thought you know baby Ruth is pretty special to me surely there's some way we can learn a little bit about how special we are to God you know with my dog right so I thought well let's let me just take her in and you know, we'll use her as a prop and and you know just just have some fun you know it's a, a creative way to, to teach a bible lesson sure and uh, so we did and it it was a big hit. I mean, the kids had a great time. With of course, you know, teenage guys you know, yeah. coming in. And there's this big Rottweiler down there in the front. But she's not anymore. snarling and, and no, slamming no, at no. them at this point. No, yeah. she's just you know running around licking them all. Oh yeah. wow, just, you know, okay. She's very friendly. Um, and it just it clicked. And so a few years later, um, thought you know let me let me tweak the content of that presentation just a little bit uh, because it fits you know some of the core content with Ultimate Escape. Uh, The presentation that we built around Baby Ruth um, was basically these beliefs that Satan plants uh, that keep us separated from God. You know, the the enemy's uh, attempt is to come in and create a dysfunction or an interruption between our connection with God. Mm -hmm. And so the core content was, you know, as we connect with God, the way God designed us to be connected with him, you know, that's intimate relationship. Uh, And let's understand how Satan plants lies. um, And those lies, once our heart accepts those lies as true, Mm -hmm. those lies separate us from God. You know, lies such as you're bad or don't trust. So that that became the the core content. And at that point, baby Ruth kind of had a story that followed uh, very similar with that because there were so many things she could go and do. I mean, I used to take her to school with me when I was in graduate school and she'd wait in the car. Well, I was in class, and then I'd come out, and we'd go you know, throw frisbee. You know, Regent had a, a huge area back behind the building that most of my classes were in, and so we'd just play frisbee for 30, 45 minutes. You know, mm. She'd love every bit of it. She'd eventually get tired, and I'd you know, put her back in the car, and I'd go on about my day. After we moved to Tennessee uh, on the farm with my wife's parents, we lived with them for three years out on their farm. Uh, one day, baby Ruth was out in the pasture, and this guinea flew over her head. Now, the guinea belonged to my sister-in-law who lived up the hill from us. Mm -hmm. And, man, baby Ruth saw that guinea, and, you know, hunting instinct kicked in. Mm. And she was after the guinea. So I am, you know, probably... 30, 40 yards behind Baby Ruth running. It's a real comical scene here. you got this guinea flying in front of Baby Ruth, right. and Baby Ruth is bounding after the guinea. I'm huffing and puffing, trying to trying to catch up with Baby Ruth, and they're leaving me in the dust. Uh. So they, they you know cross, cross the lower pasture and know up the hill, and the guinea goes over the hill, and Baby Ruth goes over the hill. And I get up to the top, and it's not a hill, it's a cliff. Mm. Uh, it's a cliff down to the creek bank below and it's probably a good 20 foot drop at least. Mm. Um, so I get up there and I expect to see a dead dog down at the bottom. It's kind of a rocky bottom there. Um, I look over and there's baby Ruth looking up at me You know, Guinea's gone at this point. Baby Ruth has lost interest in the Guinea. She's trying to figure out how to get back up to the top of the hill now. (laughs) So I find a way to get down to the bottom of the hill and, and get baby Ruth and bring her back up. But notice just real quick within the next day or two, something's different. Uh, she can't jump. She can't jump up into the car. Mm. Uh, so the 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 days of running after the four wheeler, uh, and catching a frisbee, uh, or chasing the golf balls, uh, because Griffin, you know, at the time was about ten and had taken up you know golf. So mm. he'd stand in the front yard, and we discovered one day his baby was barking as he's out there hitting the golf ball. She wanted to go out, so we just let her run out. She stood at the tee. And he hit the ball. She ran, grabbed the ball, brought it, and dropped it right back at the tee. Oh wow! So he's like having a, a one golf ball driving range That's in her awesome. yard. was great. <laughs> uh, but but all of that came to an end because yeah. in that fall off that cliff, she got hurt, mm. and just you know arthritis apparently you know set in over some time, and she just couldn't go and do. Mm. So this dog who was a worker and worker and just loved to do, suddenly there wasn't any doing mm-hmm. to be done. Mm-hmm. Um, And she just pretty much, you know, from that point forward, life was walk around, eat, lay on the couch, Mm. eat, lay on the couch. But I love that dog. Mm. Um, And I didn't love the dog any less when she couldn't go and do because it was never about performance. Mm -hmm. It was always about relationship. Mm It's my dog. I mean, from the very beginning, you know, I drove to the breeder. I picked up the dog the first several weeks the dog slept literally draped around my head on my pillow. Mm. Uh, th- this, was my dog mm-hmm. and that's why I cared so much about it. Mm. And so we, you know, we did for, well, from Oh nine till 2015. So six years mm-hmm. used baby Ruth in presentations and wow. she, she presented from Texas to, um, to Long Island, New York, yeah. uh, Regina, Canada, mm-hmm. um, all over the southeast.
0: Oh, we had a we. You guys were yeah, here. here. She was here one time, and uh, and we built her as as preaching the Sunday morning right. sermon. Yeah, she preached the Sunday morning sermon. wasn't well, Steve? I mean, he was there too. But maybe Ruth was preaching yeah. that morning.
1: Yeah, uh, one church I spoke at in Texas um, had on their marquee the week before, uh, "Dog will speak
0: on Sunday." <laughs> Huge crowds, they show up. But there's something about there's something about that, um, that connection, that relationship, mm-hmm. um, that mirrors in us. I'm 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 guessing, um, that desire to have that relationship, that unconditional love, and that's I'm assuming yeah. that's 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 what really uh, what it goes after. Now look at it in our relationship with God, and God loves us because He
1: made us, because we're His. I mean, He created us. Mm. It's not about what we do for him. It's the fact that we are his, that we belong to him, and that—that's the point we tried to illustrate with Baby Ruth. Is you know, it, it she's mine. That's why I love her, mm-hmm. not what she can do. Right. You know, a new Baby Ruth was um, was not going to be around forever. And um, April of twenty fifteen, uh, we had an event in Paragould, Arkansas, and so I, I took her on that trip that weekend and you know she did her best to get up the steps and you know walk around on stage and and get down but it was really difficult for her Mm. and uh, that that was the last one we we knew after that Sunday morning that baby Ruth was going to be retired Mm. Uh, and she made it for just a couple more months Mm. and uh, one one morning uh, she couldn't stand up and so I went into work and just a few hours later talked with Holly on the phone and and both of us knew that that was the day. Yeah. And so that afternoon, I went and got baby Ruth. I picked her up put her in the back of the car. Mm. And we drove to Brahms in Allen, Texas. <laughs> and I bought her an ice cream cone. <laughs> and I bought me one, too. Yeah, right. And uh, we drove to the park just you know, a little bit down the street and uh, sat in the back of the car and watched the kids play on the playground as we ate our ice cream cones. Mm. Nice. And um, I, I picked her up and took her out, let her lay in the grass for a few minutes. Uh, she, she loved people. Yeah. And uh, she just kind of, you know, had her last few moments of just watching people. Yeah. And I picked her up and put her back in the car and uh, went to the vet. Yeah. And we put her down and yeah. said goodbye. And one of the hardest days. Yeah. Um, you know, love that dog. Hmm. And we did, you know, did ministry for years and covered a lot of miles in that car together. Yeah. Um, great girl. Yeah. But uh, we had a, a dog in waiting, you know, to, to step in and sure. and take her place. And now legend is the the ultimate escape rottweiler
0: now legend uh which candy bar is legend <laughs> named after legend is not
1: we <laughs> we got legend already named uh, at least her registered name was already there and her call name we changed to legend she's registered as um national treasure uh she's eternal moon's national treasure eternal moon is the the breeder in Raleigh that we mm. got her from and um so we decided well let's let's put a name that that sounds you know kind of. Strong like Ultimate Escape, uh, strength. Right. So legend, you know. If you've seen the movie National Treasure, right? You just try to think of what are some words that fit the movie and and legend. Yeah, the legend on the map. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is it fit? So there's legend. Yeah. We got her at 16 months. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to North Carolina, picked her up, brought her back home, and after a couple of days, I told Holly, I need to take this dog back. Oh. This is not a Rottweiler. I mean, is she a Rottweiler? But she doesn't act like a Rottweiler. I mean, she's, you know, panting 24-7, just always anxious, Um, scared to death of everything. Literally, (laughs) I took her on a walk down the street and a squirrel ran out next to her and she hid behind me. Uh, I can't have a dog that's afraid of a squirrel. This is terrible. Right. Um, And Holly said, well, just give her some time. I don't know at times going to do anything. We already kind of joked and then said the legend just, you know, she wasn't quite right. She just, you know, a little, you know, a few cards shy of a deck, so to speak. Um, But I listened to Holly and and we kept her. And and sure enough, after a few months, we started to see a change. Mm. Uh, And this scaredy dog who wouldn't bark. Uh, Literally, she she would not bark Mm. for months, wouldn't bark. Finally, we started to see this transformation begin to take place. The longer she was with us and the more connection she felt to us, mm-hmm. uh, hey, this, this the dog that's in there is starting to come out mm-hmm. now. And I'll never forget the feel of the first time I heard her bark. She was laying on the bed with me and Holly, and one of our kids came down and started to open up our bedroom door. And when they put their hand on that knob and, and Legend heard that click, mm-hmm. all of a sudden this this house-shaking bark just wow. hit. And I thought, Good grief. What was that? That's, that's legend. I've She, she had not barked up to that point. Uh, and so, Hey, we saw the, the guard dog instinct starts Mm -hmm. to come out. There's a great bark right there. We know she's watching for us. Now she's protecting us. Mm -hmm. You know, noticed on walks, she's not running from squirrels anymore. (laughs) Um, and you know, we, we saw this transformation happen. Yeah. And so that became the story for legend. Hmm. Uh, the core content of our presentation is still focused on connecting with God. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now we call it transformed right. by connecting with God. Wow. You know, and when we, when we are disconnected from God, life doesn't go very well. Hmm. You know, life can fall apart pretty quick, but as we connect with God or reconnect with God, mm-hmm. uh, this change begins to happen. It's not something that we do. Mm-hmm. It's a change that comes because of God's power at work within us. Yeah. Um, and so now, you know, I wouldn't take I wouldn't take anything for Legend. Mm. Uh, I mean, she's a part of the family. She's you know, very protective uh, when the moment calls for it. Right. And if anybody, I mean, I'm, I'm sitting here talking to you in front of this microphone, and, and my car is parked out the window. Right. And if I if Legend was in that car, and somebody walked up close to it, there would be saliva all over those windows, <laughs> and that car would be shaking like crazy. And they would probably run away or scream or or <laughs> there'd be some kind of response. Right. Right. Um, right. I mean, you saw that with Baby Ruth. Yeah, so, right, sure. Um, you know, she's she's a great dog, but she is gentle. She's wonderful with children. Mm. Uh, matter of fact, I've I've got uh, a presentation scheduled coming up here. Uh, for a group of educators where we're going to talk about helping um, wounded students, you know, mm-hmm. students who have lived through trauma. Right, right. Uh, so legend's going to go down, and we're going to do that presentation together yeah, uh, yeah. on how do you understand these core beliefs, these faulty core beliefs, mm-hmm. uh, that once we're acting out of those core beliefs, you know, the behavior can look like, oh, this, this student is apathetic, this student didn't care, this student's got an attitude, this, you know, this student's just a bad kid. That may not be accurate at all. Yeah. And what we see is trauma-resulted behavior, not an evidence of a bad heart in a kid. Right. Um, so, you know, Legend's just fantastic. You know, with kids, I used to take her uh, on Halloween and go to the preschool where our, our office was uh, and took Legend one year. And you know, you've got these three- and four-year-olds who are coming around, and they're petting Legend, having a big time. Legend just soaking up all that attention. Uh, we laugh and say, "Legend's perspective is the whole world exists a petter on the head." <laughs> it's our philosophy of life.
0: Well, I think it's you know it's an interesting, uh, interesting analogy. Um, the whole concept of ultimate escape. Um, if you talk about ultimate escape in today's culture, in today's world, uh, you're, you, you bring up ideas of independence, freedom, uh, not being shackled by anything, and mm-hmm. on your own. And the reality is, as you illustrate through both legend and through baby Ruth, that the true escape, the true ultimate escape is actually to belong. Great point. And that uh, once belong has been established, once the relationship is established, and it becomes this dog, this animal, this Rottweiler, becomes a part of the family, becomes owned by someone... Uh, who loves them unconditionally that is the ultimate escape that is where the freedom truly mm-hmm. exists and i and and that's uh it's interesting how you illustrate that through the use of uh, of a dog which uh, you know some of those lessons as a as from one youth minister to a to another youth minister i mean with both youth ministers here you're always looking for that object lesson yeah. how can i how can i demonstrate this with right. something you know out of the the daily life and what a better way to do that uh, than than with uh, a living, breathing creature uh, who can who can illustrate that fact?
1: Yeah. And I, I'm thinking back to when Baby Ruth and I were here on that Sunday morning uh, when we when we you know, did the sermon from the pulpit mm-hmm. church here, and I got an email uh, later that afternoon that said, "Thank you so much. I saw God in a way today I have not seen in years." Mm. Um, As you know, one of the the folks there right. that Sunday morning, yeah. Um, It's amazing to me how something as simple as a dog God can work through uh, to open up people's hearts in ways that, you know, logically, it's not a a logical issue. It's not I need to open their their mind up. Mm -hmm. It's we need to open their heart up. It's amazing what you can learn about God from a dog.
0: Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, You guys are doing events, uh, you and Legend and Holly as well. Uh, across the country, around the world. Where's the farthest event you ever done? What's the farthest uh,
1: way? I think Australia, Uganda. One of those two, maybe Australia. Yeah, that's pretty much that a, was the uh, longest flight. <laughs> that's for sure.
0: <laughs> now, did, did, did the legend or maybe the Arabia Dog earthquake? did
1: not get to go in I. person. Right. Uh, we took pictures. There you and, go. Uh, matter of fact, the the people in Uganda, especially uh, at the school and orphanage that we spoke about, hmm. you know, hearing that story of baby Ruth, they just loved baby Ruth. You know, Mitiana, Bali. Uh, both audiences just thought, you know, the idea of having a dog that gets to lay on your bed, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, but
0: they, they love the story. a uh, great way to do it. UltimateEscape.org. You can find out more in uh, the next events. Uh, you have a calendar of events listed there as well, too. So. Steve, appreciate you stopping by. Thanks so much. Next time, bring the dogs. Yeah, Thank there you. we go. <laughs> appreciate it. That is going to do it for us today at Ultimate Escape. Thanks for joining us again. If you want to find out any more information about Ultimate Escape, their presentations, or anything about how they may be able to help you, or if you'd like Legend to come by and make a presentation at your church or organization, you can find that all on their website, ultimatescape.org. I'm David Chennault. Thanks for joining us on the Ultimate Escape podcast.